You're listening to Get the Skinny with your hosts, Brian Kilby and John DeLuna. Hey everybody, it's your old friend John DeLuna and Brian for the next episode of Get the Skinny. Brian Kilby, how are you, sir? Uh, not bad, not bad. I, I've, uh, I'm kind of tired. I've been uh, doing lawn work today, uh, but uh, I feel good. It was a... Yeah. Got it, you know. Got my juices flowing, mm. or whatever that means. Mm. You know, pretty good. Uh, I do know what you mean, and I actually I put in a I put in a few hours, maybe not hours. That may be overstating. Uh, I put in some time on the uh, landscaping and lawn work myself this uh, this weekend. It's kind of the time to do it, you know. Um, I like to think that my my lawn is uh, fairly well kept, um, and actually that's a great way to kind of work in extra activity. Uh, without even realizing it, because it, hey, it's sweat, right? Sweat equity. It and, is sweat uh, equity. And we'll talk about um, talk about squeezing in a little extra activity here and there during your regular day later in the show. But Brian, I wanted to get uh, right to this topic. You visited uh, a doctor <clears throat> this past week or so, right? So oh, yeah. let us know the results. So uh, yeah, I went to my doctor. Um, so back years ago, when when I uh, went kind of went crazy and lost a lot of weight really quickly. I did that without going to the doctor once, without consulting him. And uh, I decided that, you know, this time, I, well, I say I decided. My doctor kind of decided for me that I probably should uh, do something for my weight. And he and I have uh, been working on this now for, a couple, for about a year and a half or so. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe more, maybe two years off and on. Uh, you know, I've had ups and downs. But uh, he... I haven't seen him in about six months, and uh, he wasn't super happy. He told me he was going to cut my fingers off. And uh, <laughs> uh, the thing I really like about my doctor is he's um, he's actually retired um, from normal practice, and he's basically uh, working. He basically runs this little community center on the side, and he's just awesome. He uh, he's fantastic. He's been uh, he's been practicing medicine since the '60s. He has all this wealth of knowledge. It's it's and he shares it. And I, I love people who like who are experts and are willing to to break off a little bit of info and pass it along. So mm-hmm. we always talk about medicine and stuff like that. You know, I'm certainly not a doctor, but I'm I, I do I do enjoy learning things. So uh, he he's been sharing with me a couple of um, a couple of upcoming medicines in respect to weight loss. And uh, there was one that he wanted me to try, but but it's not available yet. Uh, so he actually did give me a prescription for something that I tried with success a couple of years ago, which was fenteramine, which if that sounds familiar, it's part of the fen, one of the fens in fenfen. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's the safe one. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. But uh, it works pretty well. So I'm going to try that and see how it, how it works. Um yeah, so in, in the past, I, I probably lost 30 pounds on it. Then I kind of got like, oh, I like food again. Let's, let me eat food. Uh, so I kind of gained the most of that back. Actually, I think I probably gained all of it back. So, uh, but we'll see how it works. I'm hoping, you know, I'm uh, taking it. I'm taking a much more prescriptive, no pun intended, um, approach with how I do things, making sure that I have my meals planned and, you know, I try to bake in some exercise. But the interesting thing, what my doctor was telling me about this other prescription, uh, is actually, um, it's, uh, Ooh, I forgot the, I forgot the name of the uh, company that's producing it, but they currently produce it now for, uh, diabetics and they're hmm. going, and it actually has, um, it actually has uh, hunger suppression uh, 
as a as a byproduct of the of the medicine, and uh, the company is going to double the dose and then sell it as a weight loss drug. The thing I don't much care about it though is it is an injection. Oh, um, that's serious stuff. Yeah, but he told me that it's a thirty-two gauge needle. Whoa! He said you don't even feel it. Okay. So, and to be completely and totally honest, I have a little uh, spot on my leg that like has no feeling for some reason. So if I, if I decide to do uh, it, I'll just probably <laughs> probably stick it there. Stick it there, even if it's supposed to go in your backside, your dairy uh, air. I, I think I think it can go anywhere. I think it just needs to go into a fat deposit. Okay. So, uh, mm. but yeah, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, talk to him about that. I see him again. Uh, at the at the end of this month, he told me that he wanted me to, he wanted to see me again before BotCon. He didn't say BotCon, <laughs> okay. But uh, he he always asks me which toy convention I've gone to. I I think it amuses him. Um, but yeah, that's sweet. So yeah, so um, I've taken it the the medicine the last couple of days. Not okay. hungry, not hungry at all. Huh. Now what about the um, what about like uh, eating just to eat? Because I mean you know we don't we're not we're not robots, so we don't just eat. Just when we're hungry, do you still oh. have like the the desire, the the urge? Oh yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. So, like, what I'm doing, and this is what I really need to be doing in general. If I'm really not hungry, I just like don't need to eat. So when we interviewed Troy a few weeks ago, you know, he had his most of his stomach removed. He said that he still gets hungry, and I totally get it. Mm-hmm. So basically, what I'm uh, if I feel kind of weak, I'm I, I'm like, oh, I probably need some carbs. Now, what's going to happen is this medicine is going to the effect of it's going to wane. And then after I mean, a couple of months, I, I won't even be able to tell that it does anything. So I need to take advantage of it while it works and then, uh, you know, uh, keep the momentum going and, uh, you know, do it mostly naturally or maybe try another drug. Who knows? So uh, what have you uh, had the last couple of days to eat? Uh, so I've been – so today – okay, I'll be completely honest. I've had – for a couple of meals, I've had a couple of happy meals. <laughs> Oh, what? Oh, okay. Well, hey, that's like kids, kids portions. Though. Yeah. And I'm a firm believer in calories in, calories out, you Absolutely. know, depending on what the quality, you know, the quality of the food, I mean, maybe high in sodium or whatever. But, you know, I, I've, I've been watching my portions. And actually, I think one of the Mighty Kids meals, uh, which is actually a pretty darn good um, meal for an adult, maybe, maybe a few too many calories. But, um, yeah, there happens to be a, a toy in the uh, Happy Meal right now that I'm kind of interested in. But uh, yeah, I, I've probably had three Happy Meals in the last three days. That's not a bad. That's not a bad thing. I, I was reading an article the other day about how to make healthier choices in uh, in the fast food world, and one of them was definitely to eat a kids meal, just because the portions are way better. And actually, probably in like 1950 those were adult portions yeah that's true uh and i spent a lot of time on the road not like a truck driver or anything but um all our truck drivers out there i don't mean my family all drove trucks except for my father but everybody else drove trucks but i spent a lot of time on the road uh you know commuting and uh you know i just i keep the i you know i I like driving Mm -hmm. so um like I, i spent a lot of time in and out of gas stations and normally, like uh, my favorite gas station is Sheets. I don't, I don't make any, uh, you know, excuse or uh, I don't hide that at all. Uh, but normally, I would get like a candy bar or something whenever, whenever I would walk in. I don't, I don't drink sugary soda for the most part, but uh, I do like chocolate. But um, uh, I've been getting instead. I've been getting like a bag of pork rinds. Okay, 
which, you know, pork rinds aren't actually that bad. And you, if, uh, like, a whole bag is like 240 calories, like 25 grams of protein, like zero carbs, and like 10 grams of fat. So they're really not that bad. Hmm. So that isn't been, bad. Yeah, I've been opting for that. It's really about the same number of calories as uh, as a chocolate bar, mm-hmm. but not that they're, they're chocolate bars because they basically only sell king size chocolate bars. So mm-hmm. it's actually it's actually a little less, but it's it's uh, definitely uh, more protein, less fat, and less carbs. Very cool. Yeah, very cool. Well, you're gonna have to like give us a weekly update on how this is uh, taking effect. Yeah, I went to the. Uh, I, I've been busy today with like uh, lawn work and stuff, and also going uh, to the. Um, Discount Club, uh, Sam's is the one I normally go to because it's the mm-hmm. one that's closest, and uh, bought a bunch of fruits and vegetables. So hopefully uh, my meals for the next couple weeks will be um, pretty sensible. Good on you. Good on you, Brian. Hey, you mentioned one of the things that you don't have a lot of, but I, kn- I know you have a lot of energy drinks, but you don't usually partake of super sugary sodas. Um, one of my big vices is Diet Mountain Dew. So so much so that at least at work, uh, my team's favorite birthday gift for me is a giant case of Diet Mountain Dew. Um, it's basically, you know, running through my veins at all times. Yeah. And How much do you uh, think you drink in a day? Oh, probably six cans. Easy. Oh, on not average. That not that much, but I mean, uh, to an average person, six cans of Diet Mountain Dew, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of uh, caffeine. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of stuff going through your veins for sure. And you know, I can peak at uh, eight to ten, something like that. And when you break break that down, you know, that's a fresh can an hour at work. So it's constantly kind of with you. And um, uh, as far as you go, what's your vice when it comes to soda pop, whatever energy drinks, whatnot? What what is your what is your choice? Um, diet, Dr Pepper, or or um. Uh, Pepsi Max when I can find it. So yeah. I, I normally go through about a two liter a day. Okay. And the two liter is just shy of six cans. There you go. So, See? We're about on the same pace. Okay. So that's more than I, I – six cans doesn't seem like that much to me, but a, a two liter does. But a two liter is actually technically less. So Yeah. You'd be surprised how easy it is. Well, <clears throat> you wouldn't be surprised. We're both not surprised at how easy it is to – to suck down a lot of soda, and uh, with that in mind, I thought it would be kind of interesting to look up some information on soda and maybe some some helpful tips for everybody to kind of keep in mind if you're looking to curb your soda intake. By the way, do you say soda or pop, Brian? Soda. So I say soda, but growing uh-huh. up I said pop, and I don't know where pop came from because nobody here says pop. Everyone's Everyone normally says Coke. Yes. You're right. You're actually kind of in like a melting pot area between soda, pop, and Coke. So if you go to uh, soda versus, uh, sorry, pop versus soda.com, so that's pop vs soda.com, you get to see the uh, the map, which is always fun to go check in on. Um, I live in Texas, which is firmly Coke country, where everybody says, I'll have a Coke. Yeah. And that goes all the way to Georgia. And as you go up the eastern coastline, it morphs into soda. But in the Ohio Valley, that's pop country. Oh, holy crap. So I've never heard of this website, and you are exactly right. L- literally, the county next to me is a pop county. The county north of me is uh, is soda, and the county to my west is Coke. Wow. What, what an eclectic world that you live I in. I know. It's amazing. <laughs> How in the world do you guys get any kind of beverage? I know. You guys don't understand each other. 
Um, anyway, so that's popvssoda.com. You guys have fun with it. But before, before you get uh, too enthralled with that website, we're here to talk about how to curb your drinking of soda. So <clears throat> why should you drink less soda? Well, I went to the ever-popular WebMD, which, hey, it's got good stuff, bad stuff. But I think uh, this article is tame enough where we can kind of take it for what it's worth. Um, why should you stop drinking <clears throat> so much soda? Well, if you don't partake of the diet soda, especially if you like the regular soda, you may not realize how many calories you're putting into your body in addition to the food that you're eating, how much you're drinking, how many calories you're drinking. And so calories from beverages actually make up, according to this article on WebMD, they make up 21% of the total daily calories consumed by the average American over two. So <clears throat> that's one in five calories that you're drinking. And, and a lot of those calories probably don't exist to people who don't consider the calories that are in their drink. And <clears throat> that can make a huge impact, obviously, on your diet. If you shifted um, your diet to, to the point where 21% of your previous caloric intake was gone, that would have a massive impact on your, on your weight for sure. Um, so that is one of the biggest reasons to, that is the biggest reason really to kind of curb your soda. You may not realize how many calories are a part of your diet that's just going through you in the form of soda or sugary drinks, uh, tea, sweetened tea too. Um, and <clears throat> when it comes to sweeteners, Obviously, regular, regular soda has a lot of sugar. Sugar is bad. Sugar is bad for you. Diet sodas do not have natural sugars. And you may have heard that these, nat these unnatural sugars, these synthetics or alternative sweeteners are damaging to you. There's actually not a lot of research that definitively says what <clears throat> these sweeteners do to you. And uh, if you look up uh, the, centers, the Center for Science in the Public Interest, uh, they've done some work on it. And for the alternate sweeteners used in soda, they give an avoid label to aspartame and saccharin. And in their quote-unquote appears to be safe labeling, that's where they put Splenda. So they actually rank Splenda slightly safer or uh, less of a risky sweetener than aspartame and saccharin. However, they do admit that there's not enough research on any of it to say any of it harms you. Yeah, so, so. the FDA has approved all of that stuff. So mm -hmm. what, what's their uh, reasoning or justification for saying that like, aspartame is not, not safe? I, I think it's, um, or is I it think it's precautionary, basically. Um, <clears throat> they say, and even um, there's been some other work done by universities that uh, say basically there's just no proof right now that our artificial sweeteners are bad for you. But <clears throat> it's basically because the data is so limited and slim um, that uh, they're putting it on a spectrum. And this uh, this website <clears throat> doesn't specify, this article on WebMD doesn't specify exactly why, like on the spectrum, aspartame and saccharin are viewed a little bit more, slightly more harshly than Splenda. But um, there is a 100-page report uh, published in Critical Reviews in Toxicology that I'm sure <clears throat> within that 100-page report may kind of shed some light on it. But the point is that uh, really none of them are considered harmful just because we don't have enough data. And uh, the effects, I don't think, to this point have been like um, harsh enough, right? You know what I mean? Very clear. It's not, it's not clear what it's doing to us, actually. Um, so here are some tips, Brian and everybody. <clears throat> if you're looking to cut down your soda intake, which uh, especially if you're, if you're doing regular soda, like we said, that's a lot of sugar and that's a lot of calories. So according to WebMD, here's some good tips. 
on how to cut down your soda intake. One, make up your mind. So you've got to make a conscious decision to cut back soda. Brian, have you ever looked at your soda intake and made a conscious decision to kind of cut back? I, yeah, absolutely. I actually stopped drinking caffeinated beverages in general for like six months once. And what kind of effect did that have on you? Uh, anytime I had anything with caffeine in it, it would like drive me up the wall. Oh, really? You went back. So you kind of like normalized again, right? Oh, yeah. Basically. Um, good for you. Uh, now I know you partake in some, you, you partake in some uppers, some, some, <clears throat> some caffeine, chemical, chemical caffeine, caffeinated beverage. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the second tip after making up your mind, you have to commit to lowering soda. It doesn't just happen. To, if you're going to cut it out of your diet, you got to make up your mind to do so. The second tip is to switch to diet sodas. So gradually switching to, uh, to diet soda if that's not what you usually drink. Um, according to a uh, psychologist at the University of Pennsylvania, just making a small decrease at a time, just shifting one can a day. Even if you drink, say you drink six cans of regular Coke a day, you switch one to Coke Zero or Diet Coke, you're kind of on the road to uh, to recovery. Do you, so think to that, do you think that would work? I know people who don't drink uh, diet drinks think that diet drinks taste terrible. I think that I think that's why it would probably work. I think it's trying to show slowly kind of shift your taste buds to just kind of just accept or like entertain a diet soda. I'll be honest with you. I, uh, that's my problem with regular soda. Like I, I no longer like the taste. It tastes like syrup for the most part. Right. Exactly. So for delicious, delicious cheer wine. Well, yes, there's those exceptions. So one, make up your mind Two, switch to diet sodas. Three, sorry, Brian, three is to go caffeine free. So caffeine is mildly addictive. Mm hmm. And, sure and we know that uh, the more you drink, the more likely you are to have uh, some level of addiction to it. And so one technique to curb your soda intake is if you're taking in a lot, be it, be it diet or regular, if it's caffeinated, to again kind of, kind of take the transitional approach and work in something that isn't caffeinated, a caffeine-free uh, soda, a caffeine-free can of something – or water or Gatorade, something like that, just to wean the level of caffeine kind of like down, work it down, work it down. And the final tip, and this is a good one, I totally agree with this one, stock up on alternatives. So a tasty G2 low-calorie Gatorade is a fine alternative. Water is a fine alternative. Even um, the right kinds of teas, green teas, black teas, that kind of thing. Um there's always a tasty alternative to sodas. If there's a lot of that in your house, you make it easy to get. Um, you're going to probably naturally drink a little less soda. I find that um, I find that if I, uh, on the, especially on the weekends, if I have time to fill up a big jug of water and kind of have that just around uh, on Saturday and Sunday, I will definitely drink less soda because I'm full. I fill up on that water and I drink that as as habitually as a can of Diet Mountain Dew just because it's there. It's kind of sitting in front of me. So I feel kind of obligated to drink it. So those are just a few quick tips. Um, if you're looking to, and you should, like I say, especially if you're drinking regular soda, um, you should be looking to kind of curb that because it can have a huge effect on your, your body. 
and your your fa- uh, your fat composition, honestly, because there's so many calories coming in that you're drinking in. So, real quickly, just to recap: one, make up your mind. You got to make up make a conscious decision to do this. Two, switch to diet sodas. If you're drinking regular sodas, diet sodas are a lesser evil. And three, go caffeine free, or at least try to work the caffeine intake down. And four, finally, stock up on alternatives. So be it. I can say Gatorade, G2, ideally, because it's lower calorie, uh, water, black teas, green teas. Just make it really easy on yourself to choose something other than soda. So, Brian, I know for the final topic for the show, you wanted to talk about maybe some, some easy ways to work in a little extra activity throughout the day. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> so I, we, I gave away one of the big ones already, which is uh, – you know, gardening, lawn work. So basically the normal chores that we have to do, you know, maintaining oh, our home, know. our lawn, yes. things like that, you're, you're, you're burning calories. You know, depending on what you're doing, it may not be a lot of calories. But, um, you know, sometimes I like I don't want to clean up. the. I don't want to, you know, straighten up the living room. But, uh, you know, then I realize, oh, hey, look, uh, I can probably burn 50 calories doing that. Uh, I mean, just sort of, just sort of r- r- reminding yourself that the stuff that has to get done, mm-hmm. you know, in your everyday life is is something that, um, you know, that you can use to, you know, walking the dog. So, I mean, oh yeah, have absolutely. a dog. Walking the dog is is a great way. Having a pet is a great way to be a little bit healthier. Oh yeah, it absolutely is. Um, so I mean, uh, so there's simple things just like that that you can that you can do that really have to get done anyway. Uh, one thing that I started doing was uh, setting myself a reminder to get my butt up out of my chair at my desk. Just get up. I mean, I, I don't have to necessarily walk anywhere, but just getting up and, um, you know, moving around just a little bit, you know, is, is, a, is a good opportunity to burn calories. You know, take a break. Um, you know, you can certainly do that. Um, one thing, you know, I, I, I like coffee. Of course, coffee has caffeine in it. So cutting that out. But, you know, walking down to the um, canteen or the coffee shop at work, you know, if I'm, I'm fortunate enough to work in an office where we have a coffee shop. Uh, or, you know, if, if you don't have a coffee shop, uh, you know, walk down to the corner store and grab something, you know, you know, might get in maybe like a quarter of a mile, you know, walk maybe once or twice a day. Just try to find opportunities to find opportunities to do something like a lot of us tend to have jobs where, you know, especially somebody who's like technical, mm-hmm. they might have a job where they're coding all day. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, there's nothing more, you know, harder to do than to sort of break your, you know, pull your attention away from your, your code or whatever and focus on like, you know, reality. I mean, it's kind of hard to break away, but sometimes you just really need to do it. Absolutely. I mean, um, you know, some, you know, some strategy that strategies you can have is, you know, just especially like at work or something, uh, have, find a friend and just agree that, you know, twice a day you'll, you'll go on a walk together. Yeah. A, a workout buddy is a big deal. And then, you know, another one that I've got is, uh, taking the stairs. If you've got a job that's got multi floors, just take the stairs. Yeah, every take now the right. stairs. I mean, there's always something you can do. And I, obviously, everybody's heard all of these before, but not everybody does them. 
And it's really just as simple as doing it. Absolutely. I mean, it's not just it's not it. rocket science. You know, and a little goes a long way, especially if you have like a pedometer or a, or a smartphone. That almost everybody has a smartphone these days. They all have. You can all get. An, you can every single one has an app. Every ecosystem has an app that will track your steps. If you have a you know like a Fitbit or a smartwatch, you can track your steps, and you can just see you know your progress throughout the day. A little bit goes a long way. Mm-hmm. For sure, totally agree. I mean, it's 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 really simple. It's just it's a matter of doing it and staying motivated to do it. Yeah. No, I agree. And uh, <clears throat> another thing that I've got <clears throat> that I um, that I'll do like at, at my work is um, just offering to be. This is kind of corny. Offering to be a gentleman, so carrying heavy things, opening doors, just doing extra grunt work uh, for the ladies. Oh yeah. Um, that hey, that has a benefit for for you. You know, I mean, get up, get up out of your desk, offer to carry those heavy boxes that you see so-and-so lugging around, be a gentleman. And uh, that's extra work for you too. That uh, it's all good. So a buddy of mine at the office, he and I, uh, we have our desks organized so that you can either use them as a standing desk or as a uh, sitting desk. And um, people approach us and say, Hey, how did you do that? Well, we did it. (laughs) So we've gotten to the point where we will volunteer to help set up people's desks as standing desks and uh, it's a pretty good workout yeah because it requires uh quite a bit of uh you know getting up sitting down laying down uh standing up again picking up heavy things so you know just like you said if somebody if somebody has something they need done physical you know volunteer absolutely um you know uh, working out in the workplace and like health in the workplace i think that would make a fine episode down the road yeah by itself i've got one for you i'm going to drop this bomb this will be a teaser for uh, a future get the skinny the dangers of blue light if nobody knows what blue light is that's the point you should google it and we'll talk about it on a future get the skinny so brian uh anything else for this week no i'm as soon as uh, we're done here i'm going to uh try to uh do a walk around the block before my next podcast awesome well, the hardest working man in podcasting, oh, yeah. for sure. Well, on that note, um, great episode. Thank you, Brian. Always fun uh, bantering with, with you on uh, health-related issues. Um, and like I said, guys, got Google, Google Blue Light, and just know that we're going to talk about it. We're going to dissect it in the future. I work in the eyewear industry. I work with eye care professionals. And um, don't forget your eyes. Not only is your weight and your your body from the neck down important, but so are your eyes. Right, 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 right. So blue light, it's affecting you right now. I can almost guarantee it. Tasty, tasty bit for a future episode. So uh, before we wrap up, actually, Brian, is it okay if I do a mini commercial for us? Oh, absolutely. Okay, here we go. Uh, I would like to remind you, get the skinny listeners, and everybody who's listening on the TFRadio.net network, that this podcast and every other podcast is sponsored by you. If you go to tfradio.net and click on the Amazon link and do your shopping, you don't have to buy anything extra or anything different. But when you check out a couple of nickels and dimes, they literally may be nickels and dimes mailed to Brian Kilby. I'm not okay. sure. They come to him and he uses them to keep the lights on and keep these podcasts going. So we appreciate that. So again, just go to tfradio.net, click on the Amazon link, do your shopping and you support us. So until next time, This is John DeLuna for Brian Kilby. This is Get the Skinny, and we will see you around. 
This has been Get the Skinny. 